0: The Drew Grimaldi
1: Podcast. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Drew Grimaldi Podcast. Um, it's been quite an eventful uh, few days, uh, but just before we started this podcast, uh the United States had carried out around carried out its second uh, round of attacks against uh Iranian backed uh, militias, aka terrorists, in um, Syria. So you have all this shit going on, right? Of all these things, the United States is literally now involved, and like bombing over there, shit. And you have one of the a member of Congress who legitimately is supporting the Palestinians and the terrorists. She was crying from the river to the sea, and that expression literally talks about eradicating the Jews. It's the most anti-Semitic thing you can say. She's out there saying it and repeating the lies. So after she gets up and she lies and says that you know it was you know the uh, Israel that had bombed the hospital in Palestine it turned out to be Hamas. But she gets up there and she repeats this lie. And all these people and I showed it other in other episodes All these people were charging into the Capitol. How is that any different than what happened on on January 6th? The difference is this, is that nobody is hunting down any of those people because it's not politically convenient for the Democrats right now. They want to walk this, this slippery line because years ago, they decided to bring these terrorists into their party and into their organizations. So now they have, they're infiltrated. Everybody has a piece of the Democrats. And you don't have to look much further than that. They are corrupt to the core. They are rotten to the core. But this is what happens in our 2 tier justice system if you are a conservative. Again, doing the same thing,
2: showing up. Have swarmed a location that's in Middlesex County and they're searching for a man wanting a connection to the January 6th attack at the U.S. Capitol. Tom wire in
0: Chopper 4, as you see live over the scene. Tom, what can you tell us about this? All right. As you mentioned, uh, Adam, the FBI they, was executing a warrant here, 131 Main Street in Helmeda, New Jersey, earlier this morning. Now, they're looking for uh, Gregory Yetman, who was involved in the January 6th incident at the Capitol. He fled the area. They were searching uh, this uh, this home earlier this morning. We have video of that that we shot earlier this morning, where there were it was an intense search, not just of this building, the main building, but also uh, the, some of the sheds out in the back. So they were really patrolling the whole property, looking for the suspect. Yet to find that uh, suspect, and again, the FBI is asking that if you know anything about the location of Gregory Yetman, please call the FBI field office in Newark at nine seven three. Seven, nine, two, three
1: thousand. I mean, so that's what they're doing to January 6ers. People who showed up, and it was legitimately a most a mostly peaceful protest. I mean, nobody got hurt that day except for a Trump supporter. Nobody died that day. No police died that day, even though they love to repeat that lie. That's a lie. It's been debunked. No police officers died on January 6th. They, they lied about it. Every time they get a chance to, and they pray to God that no one's going to call them out on it. You got Dollar Store Obama, a.k.a. that Jeffries guy, who's now taking uh, uh, Leatherface, a.k.a. Nancy Pelosi's spot. Um, and it's just disgusting. They, the Democrats, they all cover for each other. And uh, it's just disgusting. The Republicans... You have this sect of old people in the Republican Party that love your George W. Bushes, that love, you know, the warmongering criminal piece of shit, you know, George W. Bush, he is part of the deep state. I am sorry. You're not going to convince me any part of it. And, you know, I mean, everything from his background to the CIA, you know, from his dad's background from being director of the CIA, they've had an end, dude. They've had an end. And it's not a conspiracy theory, but if you look at all these people that benefit, you just watch the weave of money from Washington, D.C., which is what they're starting to do. Finally, with the Joe Biden scandal, Joe Biden it keeps writing off all these things, saying that, you know, oh, it was just a, a loan repayment from my brother Jim. And it's like, no, dude, no, there, there was nothing there, but they've already connected it. And the White House will not come out with any proof uh, showing that it was some type of loan. They, they, they can't. They won't. They do not want to cooperate. Joe Biden and the Democrats are everything that they tried to tell you uh, that Republicans and, and uh, Donald Trump was for four years. They are the domestic terrorists. They are the ones that hate America. To the point where they have to change it so much because they just got to be so different. These people are freaks, and they should be outcasts from society. I'm sorry. If you support killing Jews, you have absolutely no place in America. I'm sorry. They were one of our best allies after 9/11, and we should still give them the support that they need to defend themselves from from the from the evil that is over in Palestine. When you are using your kid as a, a human shield, yeah, you're a piece of shit. You deserve to be taken out. And you know what? Like, it, it's fucked up to say, but those kids are fucked up too already. I mean, they got to know what's going on when their dad's talking about sending them into, you know, the suicide vest on. This kid can't want to do that. They got to be like, what the fuck are you talking about? But that's just normal. These people are so evil over there that they know that the Israelis, or that the Americans, that we have morals. and So we're not just going to strike to kill people. And most importantly, they're not just going to attack a hospital or something, even though Hamas is tunneled way deep inside, using it as their base, and as a front, you know, to run their fucking little shadow shady governments. But we have a two-tier justice system. And The Democrats and the people that are benefiting from the Democrats, you got to watch the money. And I think it's it's safe to say this now. I think more people are waking up to the fact Ukraine lost. Okay, there's no amount of money that you can dump into that fucking shithole that's going to do anything that's going to be good for the West. Quit pissing off Putin. Get back, you know, regular relations with the guy and move the fuck on. That's one of the things. Everybody hated Trump for being friends with all these world leaders. All the world leaders respected him. They do not respect Joe Biden. They they know what what he is. He's corrupt. Every single one of these governments that have sent money to the Biden family knows that they can use that at any time. That's why this money is getting funneled into Ukraine and right back to the Democrats. It's a big money laundering scheme. And they used FTX to do it. Now, Zelensky, the little grifter that that fuck is, he is getting back into his grift here. Okay? Um, and uh, here it is. Listen to this one here. So this is Zelensky. You can't give us some, some financial money. support. Okay. okay. Okay, okay please, please, give us, give a, us credit a credit, and we will give you give back, you back money. money. That's a desperate, desperate man right there. Does that sound like somebody who's winning. We need more money. We need more money. Not to mention, there was no oversight on where we already fucking gave you tons of money. And I hear, and there were photos you know, going out, and they had to fire a bunch of people in the Ukrainian military because they were driving like Maseratis and all these like expensive sports cars. Where do you think that money is going? It's not going to the people. It's not going to help anything. And I just showed it on the previous episode. with was Julian Assange. He was talking about the Americans and the human race hate war. We do not like war. The only way we go to war is if we are somehow tricked into believing it's a necessity that we have to save ourselves. Now, I truly believe that if the Democrats somehow managed to pull out a win in 2024, that I do, I don't think that uh, the, the America that we knew and know will be around for much longer because we cannot keep taking on this, this crazy amount of debt and financing all these wars and other countries and giving countries money in the name of, of, you know, LBGT rights shit. And we just give them the money. And we ourselves are in debt. Like, imagine being racked up on your credit card and being like, you know, hey, I have no way of paying this, but I need more money. Like, no, you don't go out and find another way to get more debt. You say, no, fuck you, no. It needs to stop. Sorry it went that way. Should have voted for Trump because Putin would have never made that move. But it's just another casualty that we see under the Biden regime. And it's sad. It really is sad. It's a disgusting thing what he's done. But comedians used to be a source of like truth telling. And so there's a way of telling jokes and everything. It was just a beautiful thing to get up and just try to make people laugh, right? And a lot of comedians now, they won't do college campuses because they're always one word away from getting canceled about something. And, but comedians used to be, like, you know, the the ideas of, like, you know, uh, give us insight into politics that maybe you wouldn't have before, that, that make you laugh and stuff like that. And for the longest time, I thought to myself, man, comedy right now sucks. There wasn't many good comedy shows out, because it was all the same liberal bullshit of liberal fucking cucks playing up to liberal dumbasses. And it's like, am I supposed to laugh at this? Nobody. Nobody from the Midwest is going to think your little New York comedy show is fucking hilarious. That's why you never hear any of these guys. It's not like it was in the early two thousands. I'll tell you that. But there was no one other than than the great George Carlin, who was who was just fantastic um, at uh, at just putting people in their place, really. But he he told it straight up like it is. You would be a Republican today. Because it's crazy to say. I never thought in my lifetime I'd see it, but it's a cool thing to be a Republican again. Isn't that awesome? We are the resistance, guys.
0: Check this one out here. Georgia. country have to, they bought their elect got their election. They said we're gonna get this election, we put you people in that court for a reason. Right, now it's back it kind to Earth of for you now. We, yeah, yeah, forget yeah, all yeah, that one. stupid will you? <laughs> you they are out there, in the open. They are open, no, openly driving the bus, and we're all in the back. There is no, there is no national conspiracy to buy elections and control America. Now, talk about oh, back to earth. Conspiracy, but you don't need a formal conspiracy. Right. When interests converge, these people went to the same universities and fraternities. Please. They're on the it's, same boards of directors. They're in the same country clubs. They have like interests. They yes. don't need to call a meeting. They know what's good for them. It's a, and they're getting it. And there used to be seven oil companies. There are now three. It will soon be two. The things that matter in this country have been reduced in choice. There are two political parties. There are a handful of insurance companies. There are about six or seven information. But if you want a bagel, there are 23 flavors because you have the illusion. You have the illusion of choice. Right. You don't yep. get the
1: real importance. There's no... Free- and I think that's the major thing. We do not... I I thought the last election, I thought there was no way Trump was going to lose that. I mean, but then I saw the bullshit and the shenanigans that went on with some of these states that still haven't gotten their elections under control four years later, and they still haven't gotten the bullshit gone, right? You would think that they'd have an urgency to say, hey, listen, it's a free election, everything's kosher, come on in, we're going to try to do it better next time. No, it gets worse in your, you know some places in Arizona and Pittsburgh. Pittsburgh had, or, you know, Pennsylvania had an outage of voting machines, and in their most recent one, where they found that there was a data glitch that was switching votes, so they had to take the, those, those computers offline. Hmm. How come they always go one way? How come it's always to help the Democrats? You know? Because these foreign countries... They want America to have weak leadership. They don't want a president who's going to act in the interest of, of, of you know, for Americans, for us, for us people, and you know, the peons, and that's what a lot of people are starting to wake up to. That for the longest time, before Trump, the Republican Party was not for the middle class. It was not for the little guy. They want you, and they still try to use that talking point that uh, the tax cuts for you know the wealthy uh, only help the wealthy. No, it helps everybody. asshole. It helps everybody. And it's been proven time and time again. It's how we constantly got stuff. But as Mark Twain said, history never repeats itself, but it often rhymes. But continuing on. So I brought it up in several other, we have, uh, Democrats who, uh, love the Hamas terrorists. And, uh, they they outspokenly say this regard regardless of how ridiculous they sound but this guy is uh, a democrat from one of the other states check this one out
3: what they're protesting for, Congratulations. And, what you are protesting for. Congratulations. and the fact that you can't condemn women and children and elderly people being murdered in the streets what about it? Do you condemn it?
0: I already said Why can't you say yes? yes? Because I already gave
3: you my answer. You didn't give an answer. And
2: every I think anybody who watches would understand yeah. we're video.
1: I mean and the thing is is he probably thinks he's so tight. Well the the three well, people are gonna watch your bullshit video. Well guess what, asshole, you're put on blast. But he was <coughs> he was one of the ones that keep getting kicked out of shit. And I mean, how can you take these Democrats serious anymore? I mean, they've been bad policy-wise forever, forever, you know. But they've really gone out of their way to uh, to really fuck us over. And uh, I saved this one here because a lot of people are starting to feel kind of like I am, right? People are waking up, and I thought this guy was pretty good. This old man gets it right here. Check this one out here.
0: Told us of Iran and every terrorist you enable. Listen up. You might have met our fresh-faced flower child president and wheat need Ivy League friends. But you haven't met America. You haven't met the heartland, where the people will defend this nation with their bloody, callous, bare hands. That's what it takes. You haven't met the steel workers and the hard rock miners or the swamp folks in Cajun country who can wrestle a full-grown gator out of the water. You haven't met the farmers, the cowboys, the loggers, and the truck drivers. You don't know the mountain men who live off the land or the brave cops who fight the good fight in the urban war zones. No, you've never met America. And you ought to pray you never do.
1: Boom. So- Thought, I thought that was well said. Well said, sir. I thought that was very good. But, uh, you know, people are, are getting fed up with it. And we're just gl- just trotting into World War III. You know, there is... Let me ask you this question. Other than these assholes calling for a ceasefire, which is bullshit. A ceasefire is bullshit. What Hamas wants, they they want Israel to stop firing. They want Israel to ceasefire. But they will not, never see, stop ceasefire. They, they're still trying to get into the fucking country and kill more Jews. They, they, they just foiled an attack like two days ago. And it, it's just crazy to me that, uh, that, that people are still falling for it. And I, I just wanted to be here. And that's why I, why I really wanted to get the podcast up and running because I wanted to be able to bring stuff to people's attention about how hypocritical these people are. Joe Biden, this video did not age well. Um, He, uh, let's see if you guys remember this one. Remember this? Read the poll.
0: Read the poll, Jack. You guys are all the same. That poll showed that 92% of Democrats, if I ran, would vote for me. A majority of Democrats say they don't want you to run again in 2024. 92% said if I did, they'd vote for
1: me. So, I mean, I think that's What he's banking on? I don't know. But like, how weird is that? And now people in his own party are trying to get him to drop out because the polling just keeps getting worse. Now he's actually abandoned a big part of his base, which is the terrorists. Because that's what the Democrats are. That's why when they don't get their way, like what you saw under the Trump years, that's why it looks like a crazy third world place where they go loot shit. The George Floyd riots where you know they didn't like something that happened and all of a sudden the whole fucking country burns down over some bullshit that for some reason all of a sudden you saw Nike and you saw all of these companies Coca-Cola and all these major companies back it and everyone's like what the hell is going on now we know that BLM's full of shit and that they're and that it's just a bullshit organization and we know that they support Palestine so it's funny because Coca-Cola actually took them them, uh, BLM off their website before they had something on there saying where they were proud supporters. Yeah. They took that down after, uh, BLM became uh, a proud supporter of Palestine. But I thought, you know, Hey, that yeah. one didn't age well, but this one here, this is uh Joe. Um, this is Trump talking about Joe's shitty.
0: Back at the White House, I will terminate every open borders policy of the Biden administration and begin the largest deportation operation in American history. And I will also use Title 42 to end the child trafficking crisis by returning all trafficked children to their families in their home countries. And that will be done immediately. They want to go home. They want to go home horrible what they've done to children on day one i will sign a new executive order to cut federal funding for any school pushing critical race theory transgender, gender and other inappropriate racial sexual or political content onto the heads of our children and i will not give one penny to any school that has a vaccine mandate or a mask mandate no mandate. i will immediately close the Federal Department of Education, and we will move everything back to the states where they can individualize education and do it with love for our children.
1: So, I think that's an important one to uh, to point out, right? A lot of people think, "Oh my God, that's so crazy to talk about getting rid of the Department of Education." Why would you get rid of the Department of Education? The Department of Education, actually. Since it was started under the Jimmy Carter administration, has seen nothing but a decline in performance in terms of student performance and all of that. It has gotten worse every single year. If it doesn't work, let's try something else. That's what the man's presenting. Again, don't understand why uh, anybody would, would vote for, for Biden anymore. I mean, I just, it, it doesn't make any sense. Talk about a losing argument. You Can't argue with a liberal because they're brain dead idiots. But check out uh, check out this one here. If it decides to work for me.
3: So this summer, Joe Biden said, "Where's the money?" Well, we found some. We're still digging in evidence subpoenaed from bank accounts belonging to Hunter Biden, the son of President Joe Biden, and James and Sarah Biden. The brother and sister-in-law of the President. A document that we're releasing today raises new questions about how President Biden personally benefited from his family's shady influence peddling of his last name and their access to him. Bank records obtained by the House Committee on Oversight have revealed a $200,000 direct payment from James and Sarah Biden to Joe Biden in the form of a personal check. Here's some important context about this check we've obtained in our investigation. In 2018, James James Biden received $600,000 in loans from AmeriCorps, a financially distressed and failing rural hospital operator. According to bankruptcy court documents, James Biden received these loans, quote, based upon representations that his last name, Biden, could open doors and that he could obtain a large investment from the Middle East based on his political connections, end quote. On March 1, 2018, AmeriCorps wired a $200,000 loan into James and Sarah Biden's personal bank account, not their business bank account. And then on the very same day, James Biden wrote a $200,000 check from this same personal bank account to Joe Biden. James Biden wrote this check to Joe Biden as a quote, loan repayment. AmeriCorps, a distressed company, loaned money to James Biden who then sent it to Joe Biden. Even if this was a personal loan repayment, it's still troubling that Joe Biden's ability to be paid back by his brother depended on the success of his family's shady financial dealings. Some immediate questions President Biden must answer for the American people. Does he have documents proving he lent such a large sum of money to his brother? And what were the terms of such financial agreements? Did he have similar financial agreements with other family members that led them to make similar large payments to him? And did he know that the same day James Biden wrote him a check for $200,000, James Biden had just received a loan for the exact same amount from business dealings with a company that was in financial distress and failing? The House Oversight Committee will soon announce our next investigative actions and continue to follow the money. The bank records don't end here. There's more to come. I mean,
1: okay, so that's what the media tries to cover up. They don't want you to know anything about that. They're still calling it a witch hunt and all of that. Okay, so as the investigation keeps coming, it comes out today that the White House decides not to respond to the allegation that that was not a, a loan repayment. They can't prove that it was a loan. They can't prove it. So they're they, they're trying to walk away from that, and they're not letting them walk away from it. But they're de- but they're, the White House is denying it right now, essentially. So, as of today, before this podcast started, um, Heat Comer has subpoenaed Jim's Jimmy Biden and uh, Hunter Biden, and they're going to be under oath and they're going to have to answer some serious stuff. And that I will love to see. I will absolutely love to see that. I, I would watch that all day, way over the Republican uh, debate. Like, what the fuck? Here's a question. So that, that debate was like, ah, right? Don't give a shit about it. But Chris Christie's still in there. Who in the hell? Why is Chris Christie still on the stage? why is he still there? He's not pulling well. I mean, you could have replaced him very easily with a Larry Elder. I mean, I, I don't understand why they let him on the stage to begin with. And I don't know what type of conservative he's appealing to, because I I don't know anybody that, that likes him. But it's uh, I wanted to show this one, because this is actually a little bit older. But listen to this. So in San Francisco, high school students... Support the killing uh, of the 1,400 Jewish people. Listen to this. This is the, they. They're chanting as they walk down this. <laughs> So, I mean, that's 100% racist thing. That saying right there, it talks about, like I said earlier in this, it talks about eradicating the the Jewish community. I mean, it's disgusting. And this is what the schools are teaching. Where are the kids picking this shit up? I'll tell you where. They're picking it up on TikTok. If you wanted to infect a society, I, I don't see that type of bullshit on Instagram. Maybe I'm, my algo's all fucked up. But... Um, it's just amazing, but I want to show this one. This is uh rep Scott here talking about, uh, the hate squad. Um, always an interesting one to hear him talk, but he is, I do like him. Check this out.
3: Israel who shot the, shot, shot the rocket? rocket, they were all up in flames. Everybody was coming out against them the media, the New York times, AP and the squad when they found out that maybe it wasn't quiet as a church mouse. It's unbelievable how disgusting the reaction is when they, when they think, think it's, it's Israel. Israel. And then how amazingly quiet, no coverage, yeah. no denying. And frankly, I asked from the floor, delete the tweet. Delete it. Tweet. We cannot have members of Congress being a part of the propaganda machine
2: for Hamas. It's undeniably crazy.
3: What do you mean? You better.
1: But he's 100% right. We cannot keep doing that. We, we we can't keep playing this game that they want to. I want to end you with this one here. This was a, a Chris Pratt uh, 9-11 memorial. Um, and I thought this one was really, really good. I'll leave you with this one. Uh, but this is but I thought. It was really well said, really well uh, spoken of, of all the way around. I, I thought you enjoy
2: Don't it. Darn it. And who, who, who we were in the weeks and the months following 9-11, people selflessly running into buildings to care for one another, turning to one another, standing up as I saw them come together. I feel so honored to be an American, which is why I received this invitation to speak on this momentous occasion. I immediately said yes. Send me. I want to speak here because I want the opportunity to honor the victims and their families along with people that stepped up, that walked in, that ran in, that gave their lives. I wanted this opportunity because these people were important then and they're important now. For some reason God gave me a platform and I want to use it. I want to amplify the message that heroes of 9-11 will never be forgotten, the victims of 9-11 will never be forgotten. And I want to remind everyone that grace, that's the forgiveness granted to those who don't necessarily deserve it, that is a vital ingredient and fostering, fostering the very, the very unity we need, need to once again become that, that shining, shining beacon on the, on the hill
1: i thought that was great well said well said from chris pratt and uh that's all i got for tonight thanks so much for listening god bless keep the faith get out there and talk shit to a liberal today thanks for listening